bringing hope to many around the globe, transforming lives into legacy. Living Word with Pastor Mansa Otoku. And now, today's word. So I'm doing part two of my message, Preparing for Increase. I did part one last week, and this is part two, Preparing for Increase. Isaiah chapter 54 and verse 2. Isaiah chapter 54 and verse 2. Enlarge the place of your tent and let them stretch out the curtains of your dwellings. Do not spare. Lengthen your cords and strengthen your stakes. It's very interesting that this one verse, Isaiah 54 verse 2, uh, has a lot of imperatives, a lot of commands. Uh, so it's not suggestings, and if you read the language, it's all command, 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 command. God is telling us to do something, to do something. Uh, and that tells you that for us to prepare for increase, we must do something. Everybody who is preparing for something does something. You can't prepare and do nothing. So there is a lot of instruction in the passage. And uh, last week we looked at the first instruction, enlarge the place of your tent. And today we are looking at the second one, and let them stretch out the curtains of your dwellings. Do not spare, lengthen your cords, strengthen your stakes. So we start with trying to understand what those words mean. What does stretch mean? Let them stretch out the curtains of your dwellings. The word stretch means to spread something to its full extent. To spread something to its full extent. So in preparing for the increase that God is bringing Israel, he tells them in verse 3 that they're going to break to the north, uh, to the left and to the right, and that they're going to increase uh, wherever they are. But now in verse 2, he's telling them how to get ready for verse 3, which I will deal with next week. So he says they must stretch out, means the spread out to the full extent. Everybody say full extent. Now it's possible to stretch a little. But here the intention is stretched to the maximum possible. God wants us to do something that is extensive in preparation for increase. Now what did he say they must stretch out? He says, stretch out the curtains of your dwelling. So, they're supposed to stretch the curtains. Stretch the curtains. Now, I know most of us know what a curtain is. But the curtain of 2022 is different from the curtain at this time. So when God says to them, stretch out the curtains, what he has in mind is not what we call curtains now. Uh, that is that drape that uh, you hang around a window. Uh, that's not a curtain here that is supposed to be stretched out. The curtain here is the co covering or the fabric 
that is used to create a tent. And so when he says stretch out the curtains, he means that fabric that is creating the tent. And that curtain represents two things. First, it is a wall. The curtain is a wall. It's a wall that creates space inside the tent. The walls of the curtain mark out the space that can be occupied within the tent. Now, if you've seen a tent before, you know that there is a fabric that is stretched out. And that the, where the fabric goes determines the boundaries of the tent. It is the wall of the tent. It tells you how much space you can occupy. And God says to the people, stretch it out. If the walls are not fully stretched out, it will limit the space that can be created by the tent. And secondly, the curtain is also a covering. It's not just a wall. It's also a covering. It provides shelter and protection. So God says, I'm about to increase you. First, you have to change your location and enlarge the place of your tent. But secondly, you have to do something about the walls or the boundaries that you have created for yourself. Because if you don't stretch these curtains well, you will create a boundary that may even be shorter than the place of the tent. So, no matter how large the place is, if you don't stretch enough, you will limit how far God can take you. But if you look at the instruction there, it is a little different from the first instruction. The first instruction says, enlarge the place of your tent. If you just want to be particular about it, it is a second person instruction. Enlarge the place of your tent. God is telling them, enlarge the place of your tent. But then when he comes to the second instruction, he says, let them stretch out. He didn't say, you stretch out. Let them stretch out. In the Hebrew, it's in the third person. In, in other words, this stretching out is going to happen not only by you, but other factors are going to be involved in the stretching out. Because naturally, we wouldn't like stretching out. We don't like stretching out. If, 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 if them don't stretch us, we will stay where we are. So God says, you can do the enlarging. But when it comes to the stretching, other factors are going to get involved in. Somebody said, let them. Now, who are them? Them are them. Let them stretch out. It has many implications. And it says many things. Also, when you read in the original Hebrew, the tenses, the enlarge the place of your tent is singular. Let them stretch out is plural. So, enlarging can be done by you, by yourself. But the stretching is going to require more than you. It's going to require other people and other factors coming into play. So what does it mean when he says, let them stretch out? First, it means 
to when you are letting something, it means you are allowing something. You are permitting it. And it means allow first your suffering to stretch you. Now remember the people he's talking about. If you remember what he said in verse 1. He says you are barren, you are desolate, you are forsaking. And then he says let them. What is supposed to stretch you is your condition. Your suffering. Your pain. Don't waste your pain. Let them stretch you. Now why is he saying that? Because you know. When you feel you're barren, you're desolate, you're forsaking, you don't stretch yourself. Those conditions can squeeze you. Those conditions can limit you. But God is saying the conditions you are feeling that is trying to put you down, let them stretch you. So there's something you're going through now. It's painful. And if you don't, if you're not careful, that pain will squeeze you and make you small. It make you doubt yourself. It will make you not think big because of your past failures, because something didn't work last year. But God says, I'm about to do something in your life and your negative condition must stretch you. So whatever you have been through, What you went through in 2021, in 2020, what you've gone through for the last 10 years that seemed to be limiting your life and making you feel so small. God says, don't allow it to. Don't allow it to. Don't allow that thing to limit you. Let it rather stretch you. Because there is a way in which your pain can stretch you that pleasure cannot stretch you. Because suffering is a motivator. Pain is a motivator. Disappointment is a motivator. A person who has suffered has something that kicks them early in the morning not to suffer. If you've never suffered before, your appetite for life is different from somebody who has suffered before. If you've never been broke, your appetite for life It's very different from somebody who's been broke. But if you're coming from a broke place, like some of us came from, where you are broke to the square root, because your parents are broke, your uncles are broke, your aunties are broke, your ancestors are broke, there has never been a prosperous person in your bloodline. When you are coming from there, there are two things it can do. It can make you squeeze and say, oh, I'm from a broke place. I can't do much. Or if you obey God, he says, let that thing stretch you. Let it expand you. It was bitter. It was painful. It was hurtful. But let it stretch you. Somebody is about to be stretched by their pain, by their disappointment. The man left you, but he's going to stretch you. The lady left you, but he's going to stretch you. Your business failed, but he's going to stretch you. Somebody disappointed you, but he's going to stretch you. Somebody said, my pain will stretch me. You are desolate, but you're going to stretch. 
You are barren, but you're going to stretch. You have no helper, but you're going to stretch. Let them, the cumulative effect of everything you have experienced, let it stretch you. Let it stretch you. Let them stretch you also means allow others to help stretch you. Allow other people to help stretch you. Now in the days of this prophecy, women were the ones who built tents at home. A woman, one woman, can clear the land for the tent and lies the place of the tent. But when it comes to stretching of the tent, one person cannot do it. You're going to need other people to help stretch the tent. So he says, let them do it. Because sometimes the people God is going to use to stretch your tent, they are not nice people. They are not nice people. They are people who will make you cry every day. Because nothing you do is acceptable to them. You do your best, they say it's rubbish. You do better than the best, they say what is this? What were you thinking when you did this? Now, when you look at it, you can say, oh, he doesn't appreciate me. Or you can say, I am being stretched. Because God knows you can't stretch yourself. You are too sympathetic to yourself. So he's going to bring somebody who is not sympathetic to you. It's like going to the gym and and your your gym instructor says, stretch! One more rep. Two more reps. Move that muscle. And you say, I'm tired. I can't do it. He said, do it! Because if he leaves you, that muscle will never be stretched, will never be exercised. So God says, a third party will be used to stretch your capacity and your ability. Don't take those people in your life as those who are hindering you. They are stretching you. Some of you are working with bosses that are stretching you. You are thinking of leaving your job. You're thinking of leaving because the man is stretching you. You are working hard, working long hours. No appreciation. Because one of the things I've come to notice in life, it may not be true for everybody, but appreciation sometimes is a, is a discouragement. Because there are people when you clap for them once, their head gets swollen. They don't try again. So sometimes when God wants to stretch you, he's going to make you work with people who never clap for you. And you may think they are doing you. (laughs) No, no, no. They are not doing you bad. They are actually stretching you because your potential is so great but your self-esteem is so low and somebody must break that potential so that you can become all that God wants you to be. Somebody say, I'm going to be stretched. Are you ready for increase? It includes stretching. It includes stretching. Let them stretch. And then he issues another command. 
not spare. Other translation says, don't hold back. When God tells you to increase or stretch, don't hold back. Don't say to yourself, it's good enough as it is. I don't want it to be too large. I like it the way it is. I don't want it to be too large. God says, enlarge. Don't hold back. Don't hold back. And what does it mean? First, it means don't limit what God can do. Don't hold back on your faith. Because faith is trusting God fully. People will say, ah, you are taking this faith thing too seriously. You are believing God too much. You have to use common sense sometimes. I believe in common sense. But when you are walking by faith, you are not walking by common sense. You are walking by, thus says the Lord. God says it, I believe it, that settles it. Don't limit what God can do. Secondly, don't spare yourself any effort. Don't spare yourself. Don't be lazy. Give it the biggest push. Don't make excuses. Don't be faint. That's what God is saying. Don't hold back. Don't spare yourself any effort. There are certain things that God wants to do in our lives which for a season in our lives may mean that we'll sleep only two hours a day. Not forever. Doctors will tell you that's not sufficient sleep. But I know that there are certain seasons in your life sleep will not aid you. You're going to work like crazy. You're going to pray like crazy. You're going to stand, stay up. You're going to knock on doors. You're going to talk to a thousand people. And when they say no, you get another thousand and speak to them. And when they say no, you get another thousand and speak to them. And when they say no, you get another thousand. Until somewhere, after 10,000 calls, somebody says yes. Don't hold back. Don't hold back. Don't let your pride stop you. Don't let your arrogance stop you. Don't hold back. Don't spare. God says to them. You are stretching. Don't, don't, don't do small things. Because many times we easily give up. I've worked and work and work and work and work. Life does not reward work. It re- rewards Results. Nobody is going to pay you because you work hard. They're going to pay you because you produce results. And sometimes to produce results, you have to stay up. You have to stay up. You don't, you don't give up on yourself. You don't pat yourself. You don't get tired. You don't get weak. You don't roll on the floor. You don't sleep too much. Especially those of you who are young people. Sleep is not your friend when you are young. 
when you are about 60 or 70, you can sleep. Even then, not too much. But if you are 50, then you can sleep a little more at 50. A little more, just a little more. But 30, what are you doing sleeping? What do you gain? When you are 30, you have a lot of energy. Don't waste that energy because a time will come you will not have energy. A time will come you wake up, your waist is hurting, your ankle is, your knees are hurting, your ankle is hurting, your shoulder is hurting. That time has not come. Don't waste it. Don't waste it. Young people, don't waste it. Don't spare yourself. Work like crazy. Because when you are 80, you have a long time to sleep. But before then, don't spare yourself. Don't get tired easily. Don't get discouraged easily. Don't give up easily. Don't get offended easily. Because there are some of us, every little thing offends us. I don't like the way you're looking. I don't like the, the way you drink. The, you do. Every time you're crying. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Don't spare yourself. God said it. Don't spare yourself. And it means go for all that God has for you. Go for all that God has for you. At my age, I should not work harder than any young man or young woman. The pastors, young pastors. Thompson. If I work harder than you, you have no future. That's true. If at this age, I'm working harder than you, you have no future. Because when I was younger than this, I was working three times what I'm doing now. If you are young and any old person, any person you, you consider old yourself, the other time somebody called me the old man. Say, hey, who do you mean old man? Don't bring that thing on me. Oh. I'm not one of those people who go, I'm old man, old man. No, I'm not old man. I'm not ready for that. Keep that language to yourself. I know people who love it. You know, people who are, you know, some pastors who are 30. People are calling them daddy. Are you crazy? What's wrong with you? And the person calling you daddy is your age. When did you give birth to a 30 year old? Don't you common sense itself tells you that what you are allowing on yourself is no good? 30 you are daddy. And sometimes you can find 15 year olds called a 30 year old pastor daddy. What has he daddied? If anybody you think is older than you works harder than you you have no future. If you're going to amount to something in the future, you must work harder than anybody who is older than you. You must expend energy, effort, time more than anybody. You must be more committed than anybody who is older than you. How can a 60-year-old man, a 70-year-old person work harder than you? 
How can you be tired and somebody who is 70 is still working? And you are 30. So listen to me, young people. You who want to be successful, you will be stretched. And we will not spare the stretching. We'll stretch you out till you get to the full extent of what God wants you to be. Have you noticed that when you grow up, those of you who have grown up, the people you admire most are the people you hated most when you were younger? Have you noticed? A teacher you hated is now the one you love because you say, wow, the way that guy drilled us. A boss you hated is the one you love because nobody likes stretching when it's taking place, but they like the capacity that is created after the stretching. When God expands you to the left and to the right, you say, wow, look what God has done. Because if God uses me to stretch you and he blesses you, I am not the one who enjoys the blessing. You are the one who enjoys the blessing. Don't spare. Work hard. Laziness is going to imprison you. Then he tells them quickly, lengthen your ropes. Lengthen your ropes. The ropes determine how far the curtains can be stretched. It means to extend the systems you operate. God said to Abraham, I'll give you the land you see. That means if your system of seeing is short, you get a limited land. I will give you the land you walk on. That means if you get tired walking, you possess less land. For some of us, the ropes we must lengthen is our human relations. For others, it's our leadership skills. For others, it's our global exposure and outlook. For others, it is our professional competence or government system. Whatever it is, you have to lengthen yourself to handle all that God has for you. This year, we are increasing. But it's not going to come by magic. It's not going to come by magic. It's not going to be like, you, you're sleeping, you're sleeping. you got a whoo, I've increased. No. That's not what God said. This is God talking to his people. who have said, hey, Israelites, Isaiah, go and tell them they should sleep. And, and next week, they will break forth to the left, to the right. Is that what he's telling them? No. He's telling them to work. Because they are about to increase and they must prepare for it. So I came here just to tell you. This year, God will blow your mind. He will load you with benefits. He will increase you beyond your wildest dream. He will expand you to places you never thought you would be. God will bring you before kings and before queens. God will cause you to sit with people you used to admire. You will sit at the same table with them. You will collect from the right and collect from the left. But you must prepare for it. And the preparation requires a lot of work. So for everybody who is believing God for increase, you're going to enlarge the place of your tent. You're going to let them stretch you. Let your pain stretch you. Let your disappointment stretch you. Let your failure stretch you. One of the 
greatest motivations of my life is my father. My father. Not that he inspired me by words, but I saw his life and I said to myself, I miss an immortal. I would never be like that. Never. And that has motivated me for the rest of my life. What was supposed to disappoint me, stretched me. So maybe you came from a family that is not good. Let it stretch you. Maybe you, your father didn't take care of you. Let it stretch you. Maybe you are abandoned as an orphan. Let it stretch you. Maybe nobody loves you. Let it stretch you. Don't sit and cry. Nobody loves me. Nobody cares for me. I'm an orphan. The world doesn't care whether you are an orphan or you are not. They will treat you the same as everybody else. Nobody will give you exit for being an orphan. I was orphaned in my early teens at 15. Lost both of my parents. It stretched me. I could have just said, oh, look at the world. The world is a wicked place. Well, does the world care whether I have parents or not? No. The world is going to demand from you the same it demands from everybody. So whatever your pain is, whatever your struggle is, whatever your disappointment is, whatever your failure is, whatever people think about you, let them stretch you. Because all of that is part of what God is using to expand your capacity for the increase that he's bringing your way. May the Lord increase you more and more. May he cause you to increase abundantly. You will not be a failure. You will not be a disappointment. You will not disappoint yourself. You will not disappoint God. You will rise to become the man and the woman that God wants you to be. As we say in our confession, you're going to be all that God wants you to be. Somebody lift your hand to the Lord and begin to pray to the Lord and say, Lord, I'm ready for you to stretch me. Let them stretch me. I accept discipline. I accept the demands. I accept the challenge. I accept it, Lord. Let my pain stretch me. Let my disappointment stretch me. Let my failure stretch me. Let everything I have suffered expand my capacity, Lord, so I can become all that you want me to be. Talk to God. Talk to God. Talk to God. You think you've arrived, but you haven't arrived. You think you are there, but you are not there. There is a new level God is taking you. There is new depth that God is bringing to you. So lift up your hands to God, everybody. Lift up your hands. Lift up your hands. Father, I present your children to you. Today we have read from your word. The, the prophecy you gave to Isaiah. To utter to Judah. In a time of despondency. When everything had been lost, you told them not to plant small or think small or let their past experiences stop them from expanding. We, your children, have taken that same word for ourselves today. And Lord, we ask that you give grace to your children who are ready to expand to the left and to the right. That in this season of our lives, at whatever age we are, whether we are in our 20s or 30s or 40s or 50s or 60s or 70s or 80s or 90s or 100s, wherever we are, to 
we say, Lord, we will not allow ourselves to be limited. So we stretch to the left and to the right to accommodate the increase that you are bringing to us. And upon this church, and upon every member of this church, I pray, Lord, the spirit of increase will rest upon them from this day onwards. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Somebody say, I receive it. Say, I receive it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for listening to Living Word. To interact with Pastor Mensah Otebi, like his page on Facebook. Follow him on Twitter at Mensah Otebi. Email otebi at centralgospel.com or call plus 233 302 688 000.